P. 105.5 The Roar. Children's Show, episode number 34. Thank you so much for hanging out with me this evening. If you are in your car right now, if you're listening on the Roar app, that's where I listen to the Roar most of the time, is the app on my phone. Or if you're uh, in an internet browser listening to uh, the Roar on the Roar.radio, hey, jump on over to Facebook. Uh, I'm live streaming the show over there as well. I'm in the Prong Studios in Greenville, South Carolina, and you can participate with the show that way. Tons of great comments and questions have been coming in on Facebook all night. Really appreciate all of you. I also appreciate my good buddy Rivers Whitmire. Rivers is a uh, realtor for J.W. Martin Real Estate. He focuses on Lake Hartwell and on Lake Kiwi. He's closed on some houses down there very recently, in fact. But if you want to buy a home, sell a home, have questions about the market, right time to list, anything like that, he can help you anywhere in the upstate of South Carolina. In fact, Rivers just closed on a couple of houses up in the Simpsonville area just a couple of weeks ago. So uh, if you want to be able to reach Rivers, give him a call at 864-752-5545. You can also follow him on Facebook. Rivers Whitmire dash realtor. Again, 864-752-5545. Rivers, I appreciate you. And again, if you're in the market for a home or have any questions like that, please reach out to my friend Rivers. All right. Sunday night. If you're a Clemson fan, you were watching Deshaun Watson put on one of the best shows I've seen in the NFL all season. So we got to bring in my buddy Joseph Talbert. He runs the at Clemson Pros account on Twitter. If you're a Clemson fan, you're on Twitter already. My guess is you're following him. If not, you want to get on that right now. Again, at Clemson Pros, Joseph Talbert to catch us up on all things NFL for the Clemson Tigers. Joseph, man, what's going on? You doing all right? I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm uh just kind of recapping the the Sean Watson show on Sunday night. Wow, what a performance. So what, he had three passing touchdowns, and then that uh, little goofy almost trick play where Nuke kind of half-pitched, half-threw the ball to Deshaun. He dives in the end zone. Come on, man. Deshaun, I, again, one of the best performances I felt of the season. Oh, definitely. And the trick play with, with the, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, getting the, the passing touchdown, Deshaun getting the receiving touchdown. Just doesn't get much better than that. I mean, Deshaun was nearly perfect again with 140, um, 140.7 passing rating. Um, so, I mean, three touchdowns in the air, not much more you can say. The one thing that I – the stats that I do want to bring up, though, about Deshaun, um, they, they've kind of been highlighting him on Twitter, is um, basically the his, his showings in primetime games. Um, he's – Got 21 passing touchdowns and just three interceptions in primetime games with a six and two record. Um, wow! Just it's it's pretty impressive to see what he's doing. And that and that's with a, a 121 passing rating in primetime games. And, and that's throughout his career. That's that's just impressive right there. Uh, NFL should take note and put the Texans on a lot more uh, Monday and Sunday night games. Well, he did the same thing in college, right? I mean, when the when the lights sh- shone the brightest, I guess. I remember the Louisville game that he had uh, playing Notre Dame, then obviously the college football playoff games. Man, when uh, when everybody else around uh, him was nervous, uh, Deshaun was always calm. So that doesn't surprise me one bit. But I'm keeping that one, man. Six and two in primetime games. That's uh, that's really solid. 
It, yeah, it is. And, and, yeah, I mean, from, from his first pass at Clemson, at, you know, at Georgia, all the way to now, he, he's been composed. I mean, that's definitely his, his number one trait is that he never lets the moment be, be too big. So, for Deshaun Watson, you know, big kudos to him after this week. No doubt. Uh, who else stuck out for you this weekend? I know there were some other good uh, Clemson performances as well in the NFL. Definitely. I, I'm, I'm going to stay on um, – I've got some news that, that on Albert Huggins kind of getting released and getting signed, but Trayvon Mullen was, is another another big performance. Um, they, they, they took a hard loss to Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. Um, he had an interception that was turned away from a pass interference and then, um, you know, two tackles. He's, he's really played well, and, and I kind of hi- have highlighted this before, um, kind of the, the tick up in his minutes that he's been playing. He's now on the field 100% of the time for the past three weeks. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's saying a lot uh, for a rookie, and uh, John Gruden really giving him, um, giving him that kind of praise. Yeah, I know a great, again, it's a, a rookie in the NFL from Clemson doing great things is not uh, it's becoming the norm, not the unusual. Right. But uh, it's, it's been great to see him and uh, and everything uh, else he's been doing. Who else you got, man? What else jumped out to you this last week for uh, Clemson players in the NFL? Yeah, I, so I, I did want to bring up uh, Albert Huggins. He, he got released by the Eagles, but then immediately picked up by the New England Patriots. So it's going to be fun to have. Um, a Clemson guy on the Patriots is kind of they make their run in the playoffs. Um, he should be. I, I read some things on Twitter and, and heard some things in the press conference. He'll be coming in and be on the be on the fifty three man and getting some playing time for the Patriots. And then the other guy I want to highlight is Mike Williams. Um, they can't seem to find a win in um, in L A for the Chargers, but he's again leading leading the Chargers in receiving with five five receptions, one hundred seventeen yards. And then a fun stat that I that I wanted to bring up on Mike Williams is in this season, 2019, per reception he's averaging 20.5 yards. So every every time you're throwing the ball to, to Mike Williams, you're getting 20 20 plus yards. So um, he's been reliable and just another product of wide receiver U at Clemson. He had a spectacular uh, one-handed catch on a fourth down very late in that game that kept the Chargers in it. They ended up losing it in overtime, but. Uh, Again, they just can't get him in the end zone. I don't think uh, Mike has had a touchdown yet this year, and I want to say he had 11 last season. So I don't, I don't think that's a product of his performance. I think it's just one of those quirky yeah. NFL things. Yeah, it is, and, and it's kind of it's kind of the the narrative to the Chargers this year. I mean, I, I, they've got like five <laughs> losses by, by under five points. So um, you know, I I don't know what's going to go on um, at the quarterback position there next year, but one thing is is consistent is going to be Mike Williams' play. Um, hasn't found the end zone yet this season, but just like the national championship game, he comes out fourth and 11. They go right to him on almost, you know, a very similar route that Deshaun um, threw to him in the national championship game. But, um, no, he's, he's been excellent. Just, just hope he can find the end zone sometime um, these next couple of games. Great stuff, Joseph. Before I uh, let you go, and again, talking with Joseph Talbert, he runs at Clemson Pros on Twitter. If you want to keep up with all things NFL related to your Clemson Tigers, he is your guy. Um, I always ask you for the one uh, Clemson player that I might have forgotten about who had a good weekend or did something special. Anybody on your mind for this week? Yeah, I'm going to have to – the one guy that keeps getting – you know, overlooked, and I, I think the whole NFL is overlooking him. And, and I know Clemson, we give him a lot of credit, but 
each and every week he seems, you know, he's been finding the end zone a lot is Adam Humphreys in Tennessee. A lot of people have yep. forgotten that he even went to Tennessee. He signed a four-year deal there uh, for about, you know, 30-plus million dollars. So they obviously see um, a, a big fit for, for Adam Humphreys. And with Ryan Tannehill um, under center for them, you know, expect more big things. He had another touchdown this past week, um, kind of in a go-to moment there. So Adam Humphreys is going to be that guy again this week. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, Shaq Lawson got another sack on Thanksgiving Day. I thought that was really cool as well. So Clemson players everywhere in the NFL, man. The best is yet to come. Uh, Joseph Talbert. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, there is more to come. I I was just going to say that I can't wait to see uh, this batch coming out next year. Isaiah Simmons is is just, you know, NFL scouts are drooling over him already. So I can't wait to see what what he's going to do in the NFL. I've seen him as high as number seven on mock draft lists. But remember, Isaiah's just a junior man, and Travis Etienne, and T. They can all come back. You never know. Power Rangers came back. I don't think they're coming back, but I can dream, right? Yeah, we, we can all dream, and I, and I feel bad for the rest of college football if they just come back, Mark. <laughs> exactly. Joseph Talbert at Clemson Pros on Twitter. All things Clemson in the NFL. Joseph, my man, we'll talk to you next week, okay? You guys take care. Man, we could literally do like uh, three segments just breaking down Clemson football performers in the NFL every week, man. Hard to find a game anymore where there isn't something going on with a Clemson player who's making a big play, having a big impact on a game, things like that. Again, um, Texans Patriots Sunday night, and Alex, I'm going to bring you in, and I'm not a spike the football guy. This isn't about the Texans beating the Patriots, but you're a big Patriots fan. But you're also a big Clemson fan. Are, are you torn when you're seeing Deshaun and Nuke showing out against your boys in the NFL? Mark, I believe you asked me this question uh, a few weeks ago before uh, the Patriots really entered the heart of their schedule. Um, you asked me the question, you know, if, if, the, if the Patriots for some reason, you know, lost to this, to this Texans team, would it soften the blow? Um, and I believe I answered that question in the affirmative. I believe I, believe I answered yes. Uh, and that sentiment still holds true. Um, the, the two quarterbacks the Patriots have lost to have been Lamar Jackson, who's, in my estimation, probably, go, probably going to win the MVP award, and Deshaun Watson, who's I, th- I think is right behind him, um, and are both both pretty likable guys. It's it's hard to root against either of those either of those players, especially as people. Um, so I obviously don't like that the Patriots are losing, but it it softens the blow a little bit when uh, Deshaun Watson and New Hopkins are doing what they're doing on the football field. It's it's pretty incredible to watch. You know, I've heard Walt Tula talk about uh, on Road Rage a couple of times that he thinks we'll look back six, eight, ten years from now to that Clemson-Louisville matchup between Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson as one of the greatest matchups of college football quarterbacks ever. And what went down in Death Valley that season was a spectacular game. They're both starting to show out in the NFL. You know, every year I feel like that I'm having this conversation or I'm at least having the thought that are we finally seeing the changing of the guard as Tom Brady, who may play till he's 60, but he's getting older. Drew Brees is getting older. You're starting to see some of the older QBs age a little bit. And you're seeing these dynamic quarterbacks come up. Of course, you got Jackson, you've got Deshaun, uh, Carson Wentz is another one that jumps out to me that I'm really high on. Do we, you think we're starting to see a shift in the NFL? Yeah, it feels like we have this conversation at this time of year, just about every year. Um, there always seems to be some, I say flashy, but some you know hot new quarterback that's up and coming, and okay, this is the guy that's finally going to take uh, Brady, Belichick, and company down. And then we get to January and February, and the Patriots do it again to us. 
Um, yep. So I feel like that could certainly happen, but I, I don't know. Just watching that game last night, or not last night, uh, Sunday night rather, um, that game was just kind of disheartening, disheartening to watch. I've seen plenty of uh, underwhelming and underperforming Patriots offenses. I've seen plenty of uh, not-so-talented Patriots offenses. But this one, I mean, you can't see it by looking at the box score. I mean, Brady ended up with 326 yards passing and three touchdowns. Um, so the box score kind of lies a little bit, but the uh, the offense just just didn't hasn't looked good uh, really since they started getting this you know these rash of injuries. Um, you know the the center Ted Karras got injured on Sunday night, so it's, there's a possibility that the Patriots could be down to their third uh, center, which is which is never good. Um, obviously in the NFL, you want to have as much offensive line continuity um, as you can. Um, so I think you know if. If this was the year that the Patriots were to, I think they'll still obviously they'll still make it to the playoffs. They're they're ten and two. I don't I don't I don't think there's a way they they can't make it to the playoffs unless they just completely blow it and the Bills go on one of the greatest you know greatest end of season runs we've ever seen. Um, so, but I mean I wouldn't be shocked if the Patriots you know got to a, a division round or maybe a wild card round and and lost to you know uh, lost to a, a Buffalo or whoever. That that's certainly in the cards this year. I think. And no one has any sympathy for you, Alex. They should. No one. Yeah, you won six Super Bowls. It's about time you guys don't win one uh, this season. You know, I was going to say the opposite. We're talking about the changing of the guard in the NFL, and then the Super Bowl will be Tom Brady and the Patriots versus Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, right? Two drop-back QBs uh, from the old guard instead of the new guard, right? Um, so we'll watch all that. And then I thought Chris Collinsworth, I mentioned this on my show, uh, The Ring, yesterday. I thought Chris Collinsworth made a spectacular point during the broadcast. And uh, he was talking about Rob Gronkowski and how obviously the Patriots miss having Gronk on the field, right? I mean, it's spectacular. You could argue maybe the greatest tight end that's ever played in the NFL, if not definitely one of the top three. But he talked about what kind of impact did Gronk perhaps have in the locker room. And for as stoic as Tom Brady is and professional and sticking to the plan, Gronk's a party guy, right? And keeping everybody loose. And was he like a yin and yang with Tom Brady in the locker room as another leader that kind of kept things a little bit lighter? Because I'll tell you, the Texans looked like they were having a blast playing football on Sunday, and the Patriots looked like they'd have rather been anywhere except playing that football game. It was a, a really interesting dynamic. What do you make of uh, what Collinsworth said? That really resonated with me. Yeah, I think I think that's an excellent point. As Chris Collinsworth often makes, he's I, I think he's one of the best color analysts that we have right now in professional football. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Gronk is kind of that he toes that fine line of being a free spirit, but without being like a Terrell Owens or Chris Carter or who, whatever wide receiver diva you want to you want to refer to, he's not really a, he's not he was never really a diva. He was never a person that was you know demanding the ball or crying in a press conference talking about Tony Romo, you know, saying that's my team, that's my quarterback. Uh, <laughs> a little reference for Richmond there. Uh, yeah. So he he was he was the right combination of he was a little bit crazy, a little bit out there, but he was he never really seemed to totally affect the locker room negatively as far as far as we know um so i think they miss him in that aspect obviously they miss him uh in the in the passing game but i think they really miss him uh in the run game he had a tremendous impact last year particularly in the playoffs in that run game and really that's what the patriots were last year from late december on was a power running we're going to hand the ball to sony michelle you know however so many times and yep. try try and stop us so not having gronk in, in addition to not really having a, a a dedicated fullback this year 
I think has really uh, has really affected that offense. And I, I, you know, it's clearly not not what it was uh, last year. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, interesting stuff from our resident Patriots fan, Alex Wisnan. So there you go. And again, no sympathy, man. You don't you you perform poorly in the playoffs this year. You're not going to have a lot of tears shed, I think, by folks in the NFL who are ready for a changing of the guard. I'm ready for a changing of the guard. My Redskins have won two games in a row, by the way. When I've been pulling against them because I want a higher draft pick. Hey, there we go. Let's get hail to the Redskins going. The uh, Redskins, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. But they've done it without a passing touchdown in either one of the last two weeks. How do you do that? Redskins take on the Packers this weekend. So uh, it will be ending very soon. All right. College football playoff talk will continue. We'll talk uh, again about a record. I teased this earlier in the show that this Clemson football team can set this weekend that I think is absolutely incredible and overlooked right now at this point. This is the Mark Childress Show. Bacon cheese and ranch sandwich on Texas toast, barbecue nachos, smoked wings, deep fried ribs. Hungry yet? Ruben's Food, Sports and Spirits, Highway 81 in Powdersville invites you to savor their menu. Start with all-you-can-eat wings seven days a week or perhaps a delicious meat and three. Sundays, 11 until 2. Can't make it in? Ruben's can custom cater as well. Wings better than you remember from Chiefs. Ruben's, Highway 81 South, just off 153, 509-6312. With thousands of real estate agents in the upstate, it can be overwhelming to choose someone that's trustworthy, knowledgeable, and honest. No need to look further. Realtor Rivers Whitmire is here to go to work for you. A devoted Clemson fan with close ties to the upstate, Rivers is here to make the most of your time and money to get you exactly what you want or need. Give him a call today for a free in-home market analysis, no strings attached. Rivers is here to go to work for you. Call today, 864-752-5545. Between football season, the MLB playoffs, and the start of the NBA and NHL seasons, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code RADIO to activate the offer. That's promo code RADIO to double your cash. Visit MyBookie.ag today. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. S.H. Carter is a family-owned and locally operated construction and demolition company here to go to work for you. With over 50 years of experience, the Carter last name is associated with quality construction, high expectations, honesty, and integrity. As members of the Carolinas AGC and National Association of Demolition Contractors, give them a call today to get a jump start on your project or roll-off container rental. 864-295-3943 and online at shcarterinc.com. That's shcarterinc.com. 
Founders Federal Credit Union congratulates Clemson on their national championship. Win again with Founders. With convenient electronic services like the Founders app and Founders Online. You can spend more time cheering on your Clemson Tigers and less time worrying about your finances. For product information, visit foundersfcu.com. Not a Founders member? Visit relaxjoinfounders.com to see if you qualify for membership. Founders Federal Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA and is the official credit union partner of the Clemson Tigers. At Big O Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, we're all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And part of that means showing support for our military. That's why we offer a $500 military discount to active or retired service members. It's our way of saying thank you for all you do. Whether you're looking for a car, SUV, minivan, or truck, we've got a huge inventory of quality new and pre-owned models for you to choose from. Visit us online at BigOdodge.com or come see us in Greenville under that big American flag on the motor model. Military discounts on select models only. At the holidays, anxiety and depression are at an all-time high. Not everybody who's anxious is sick, but most people who are sick have anxiety. The Health Dare is here to help you relieve the stress of getting healthy. We'll take on the stress and grocery shop for you, cook for you, and give you the premier coaching experience so you won't fail. We guarantee results in 30 days or your money back. Don't go through another holiday depressed. We're only one phone call away. Call 1-877-I-DARE-ME, 1-877-I-DARE-ME, or go to idareme.com. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Childress Show. College football playoff rankings have come out. If you're just jumping in your car, haven't heard uh, the breakdown of them yet, uh, no big changes at the top. You've got uh, number one, Ohio State. Number two, LSU. Clemson at number three. Georgia at number four. Then you've got the, the changes and the shifts. Alabama goes all the way down to number 12. All the way down. The lowest they've ever been. And the college football playoff rankings, they're going to miss the college football playoffs for the first time. So that means Utah slides into the number five slot, followed by Oklahoma at six, Baylor at seven, Wisconsin, Florida, and Penn State rounding out the top ten. But really, it's seven teams for four spots now. And it is all going to get settled this weekend with some fantastic games. So, Alex, you and I were chatting during the break. You said you had a a good question that came in uh, earlier from a phone caller. Yeah, Mark, I had a caller off air uh, asking about a potential scenario. Uh, he asked me what would happen uh, in the final rankings if Georgia were to beat LSU. So I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, and Todd Powell literally asking the same question right now um, on Facebook. So thank you, Todd. Thank you, caller uh, from earlier. Here are my thoughts. So if Georgia beats LSU, I think both of those teams are going to go you know, to the playoffs, right? So assuming Ohio State and Clemson win, I think Ohio State remains number one. 
and you're going to probably drop LSU down to from two to four. So that would make an Ohio State LSU matchup. And then I think you can argue about who's two and who's three. But more than likely, I think Clemson bumps to two and Georgia's at three. So you'd have Clemson versus Georgia in one of the matchups and you'd have LSU taking on Ohio State in the other matchup. And I'm guessing... And again, we talked earlier in the show about how ridiculous some of the travel might be here for some of these teams. I'm guessing, tragically, you could have Clemson, Georgia taking place out in Glendale, Arizona, and have Ohio State and LSU in Atlanta. Man, would those be two great games or what? Bring on Georgia all day long if you're Clemson, I think. And I think that game's going to be a lot closer than people think this weekend. And there's a couple of things going on in the game that I haven't heard a lot of talk about. Number one... It's the experience factor. This is the third straight year that Georgia's been in the SEC championship game. And they've won one of those, right? They have a ton of experience doing that. LSU has not been in this, this championship game with this coaching staff. And it's all new. And it's real easy to overlook things. I've heard Dabo talk about this when, when they went to the first college football playoffs, right? How crazy the schedule was. They'd never done it before and trying to get all the people where they're supposed to be, handle the tickets. All the logistics are a nightmare. It's the first time LSU's ever done this with this coaching staff. And I think that could be a big difference in leading up to the game and then in the game itself, right? Again, am I about to defend Kirby Smart for coaching in big games? At least he has the experience. He's goofed it up a couple of times, but at least he's been there where Ed Orgeron and his staff have not been there. I think this game, Alex, you tell me if I'm wrong. I think this Georgia-LSU game is going to be very close. I don't think Georgia is a great team, but they've got a really good defense, and if they could find a way to just grind out some rushing, right, shrink that game as much as they can. Just feed the beast. They've got a stable of running backs that can run the football all day long, try to put six, seven-minute drives in there, shorten that game, and try and find a way to stop LSU a couple times because they got a really good defense. I think this game could be really close. I've actually picked Georgia in an upset in this one. What say you? That's that's all very interesting. I think this game comes down to, especially in the first half, how much LSU can score. Because, mind you, Georgia's not going to have any receiving out there in the first half because their receiver uh, number one Pickens got suspended for uh, yeah, throw- George Pickens. Yeah, throwing throwing punches at a Georgia Tech guy while he was wearing his helmet, which I will never understand throwing punches at a guy with his helmet on. Um, so I, I just can't. I, there's, there's no way Georgia's going to score a ton of points in the first half. I mean, I could be wrong. They could put up 30 in the first half, and I could I, you know I could be totally totally wrong. But I think this game comes down to how much LSU or how much Georgia can stop LSU in the first half. Um, if they can, if Georgia can keep it close, they can keep it, you know, within three, seven. I think maybe even ten. I think Georgia has has a shot because that that defense, uh, I, as as Morgan Thomas pointed out last week, uh, I I believe now is the is the best defense in the SEC. Um, so Georgia's defense is more than capable of of keeping LSU uh, at bay. It's just a matter of how much Georgia can score in the first half with no receivers. Yeah, I mean, listen, if the game, if LSU scores 42 points, Georgia's not winning this football game. But I just think that Georgia, LSU hasn't been stopping anybody. I think Georgia's going to put up some points. I think this will be an interesting one to watch and uh, and we'll keep your eye on. Another thing to keep your eye on is what Clemson can accomplish in the ACC championship game this weekend that has never been done before in the history of college football. But before I tell you what that is, let me tell you about my friends at George Coleman Ford, a brand new sponsor here on the Mark Childress Show. They've been in business now almost 90 years, founded in 1930. 
They're in their fourth generation now of Coleman's that have been running that business. Multiple Ford Presidents Club winners, regularly top-rated customer service. Go to Google. Go to Yelp. Read the customer reviews. The majority of them are not just good. They're fantastic. Tons of five-star reviews. You'll learn a lot about George Coleman and how much people like them and dealing with them. It's not unusual for customers to come from hours away to buy a car from George Coleman Ford or to have their car serviced because most of the staff at George Coleman Ford is family. They've been there many years. Services, parts department, sales department. People are coming and buying cars, getting cars serviced. Years later, they're coming back again, seeing the same faces. Cars cost less and travelers rest. Check out my my friends at George Coleman Ford and go to georgecolemanford.com if you're looking for a pre-owned car as well. All right. So Alex, Clemson has won four consecutive ACC championship games. It's the most ever won in a row in uh, the ACC. And it also has tied the record for most consecutive championship games won by one team in college football history. All right. So the Florida Gators between 1993 and 96 won four consecutive SEC championship games. No other team has done that in any conference since then until the Clemson Tigers did it this past season. Of course, uh, winning uh, last year, taking down Pitt. So if Clemson wins on Saturday against Virginia, they're 29-point favorites, 29-point favorites. If they win that ball game, they will be the first team in the history of college football to win five consecutive championship games. And again... Championship games started back in the early 90s. We're not going back to the 1800s here with this record. But I find this actually even more difficult to do in modern-day football. Alabama's never won more than three in a row. They've never even won four. And Clemson is looking to do the unprecedented this season, five consecutive championship games. Alex, I think this is something we should be talking about more. I haven't heard this talked about a whole lot anywhere else. This is a really big deal. And I know as Clemson fans, it's real easy to kind of fast forward and say, hey, Clemson about to make their fifth straight playoffs. Clemson's going for their third recent and fourth overall national championship. Let's not overlook the fact that 10 years ago, we would have killed for one ACC conference championship game when Clemson came up just short against Georgia Tech. And now we're going to win five in a row, potentially. Unbelievable. Totally agree. Unbelievable is the exact word I was thinking. Yeah, and I, I think you make, a, you make an excellent point that Clemson fans, and I, I'm going to include myself in this, we tend to overlook the ACC championship game. We say, oh, it's just another game. We're going to beat some coastal team, and then we'll, you know, we'll go on to the quote-unquote real games or play real teams, as Paul Feinbaum said on Get Up This Morning. <laughs> um, so, but I think, yeah, what, what you're talking about, Mark, and what Clemson is on the verge of doing cannot be understated. Uh, no, no. T- no team in any conference, as you mentioned, no, no Alabama, you know, no Florida when they had Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow, uh, Oklahoma. You know, no, none, of those, none of those powerhouses have ever won uh, five straight conference titles. And really, if you look at who Clemson's played in these, in these five championship matchups, I would argue Pitt was probably the only team that you're kind of like, eh, that's kind of an underachieving team from the Coastal because you know, they just had to, you know, they have to send, they have to send one team. So, you know, that, that's the team they sent to, you know, that team they sent. So I, I think otherwise they played some pretty stout Coastal teams. I think this Virginia team, I know we're 29-point favorites. That seems like a really big number because Virginia, Virginia has some talent. Uh, Bryce Perkins is a very, obviously very athletic. I think a very talented quarterback um, that can both run and, and, and can throw. So I, I think, you know, 
if Clemson is able to to achieve this feat, I think that's that's something that should be that should be talked about more. Now, whether whether it will be talked about remains to be seen. And I would guess no, because there's going to be the they ain't played nobody Paul crowd out there. It's going to be like ah, it's the ACC. It doesn't even matter. I'm going to ask you some questions uh, about the last four ACC championship games. Of course, uh, Clemson 42, Pitt 10 last year. Do you remember who the MVP was from the game last season? Man, MVP. Uh, uh, I'm going to go. Is it Travis? Is it Travis it Travis, e- Travis Etienne was uh, MVP. All right, let's go two seasons ago. Clemson 38, Miami. And again, you made a really good point. There have been some great matchups in the ACC championship game. Clemson 38, Miami 3. Miami was ranked number seven in the country that season. Do you remember who the MVP was from that game? I'm going to go with the default answer. Is it Kelly Bryant? It's Kelly Bryant's. Kelly Bryant was the MVP. That might have been his best performance as a Clemson Tiger, man. They tore uh, Miami apart. And then it would be pretty easy to guess who the MVP was from the two previous seasons. Clemson, 42. Virginia Tech, 35. Virginia Tech was the 19th uh, ranked team in the country. And then in 2015, it was 45-37 with North Carolina ranked number eight. Deshaun Watson, I'll just, I know that's who you're going to guess, was the MVP of, uh, of both of those. So, again, I remember watching the 2011 uh, ACC championship when Clemson finally won their first one against Virginia Tech. And I remember 2009, like it was yesterday, Clemson taking on Georgia Tech, where C.J. Spiller put on one of the greatest performances I've ever seen by one player in a college football game as they came up just short to Georgia Tech. And then Georgia Tech had to vacate that win a couple of years later. So uh, ACC championship game, man, it's magical. Clemson's won five of the 15 that have been played and are looking for number six. And again, five in a row. Never been done in the history of college football. Think about that. Never been done. Alabama has never won more than three consecutive SEC championships. Only two teams have played in five in a row. Florida played in the first five SEC championship games. And then Clemson playing on these five right here. Also, as a point of note, Oklahoma can win their fourth in a row this year. So they would be the third team ever to win four. It's magical times, man. And Dabo, I think, does a great job in the press conference every week of just kind of reminding everybody, you know, not only is the fun and the winning, but don't overlook this stuff. Again, in 2011, I remember celebrating when Clemson won the ACC championship game like they had won the national championship game, right? It was a really big deal. And now we kind of take it for granted as, uh, as we go on. I don't think Clemson fans are going to take it for granted. ton of fans I know are heading up there. Hey, if you're heading up, let me know in uh, the Facebook comments on here. I'll be up there for the game on Saturday. Alex, you going to make it up there? Come on, man. You going to go up and see five in a row? I, I will be up there. I was up there. I was actually up there last year uh, for the win over Pittsburgh, and I would be there hopefully for a win over Virginia, and we'll try to make it a tradition. Very nice. Yeah, I went to the uh, win over North Carolina a few years ago. I was up there last year uh, for Pitt as well, but uh, but should be a really good one. Again, Clemson, 29-point favorites. Just unbelievable uh, when you think about it. Also, Clemson going for their 28th consecutive win. I mentioned C.J. Spiller, number 28. Clemson's going for a Spiller uh, this weekend. Their 28th consecutive win, which would tie Florida State for the longest winning streak in the history of the ACC. And then Clemson could, of course, add 29 and 30 to that in the college football playoffs. Just amazing things that the Tigers are doing. And uh, when I hosted the Tiger Tailgate show, the pregame show on the radio network on Saturdays, I try to make sure that I take the time in one of the segments, Alex, 
So just read the numbers because they're astronomical. And if you just stop and start to think about what Clemson has been doing in the last couple of seasons and some of the things that they're doing right now, it's mind boggling to ever think that the program would have gotten here. And again, Dabo continuing to say the best is yet to come. So uh, we'll see if Clemson can make it five in a row in Charlotte this weekend. All right, coming up in the final segment, phone lines will be open, 654-7627. If you want to get on and chat about the college football playoff rankings today, if you want to get in here and talk about the ACC championship game coming up this weekend, we will talk about it. And uh, I'm going to be filling in on one of the uh, shows tomorrow on The Roar. I'll tell you which one coming up. This is the Mark Childress Show. And talk sweet talk I got a knocking in my knees And a wobble in my walk And I'm trembling That's right, you got me shaking When you take me in your arms To talk romance My heart stars are doing that St. Rita dance And I'm fancying Between football season, the MLB playoffs, and the start of the NBA and NHL seasons, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code RADIO to activate the offer. That's promo code RADIO to double your cash. Visit MyBookie.ag today. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. My Garage by Essex, the go-to place for vehicle maintenance. Whether it's your newer or older vehicle, we even repair those old classics of your grandparents that need some major maintenance or repairs to keep them going like the old days. We are professionals that perform high-quality worksmanship with high-quality parts. Please stop in to see us at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Or give us a call at 864-633-5800. Public transportation is one of the smartest things you can do to lower your carbon footprint, adopt a saner lifestyle, and save money in the process. It reduces the number of vehicles on the roads and, as a result, improves air quality, alleviates traffic jams, and noise. CatBus can help you save money, save energy, and save the planet. Serving Clemson, Seneca, Central, and Pendleton. Find out more about CatBus at catbus.com and download the free CatBus app. Save money, save energy, save the planet. CatBus. No one plans a plumbing problem. Lucky for you, Roto-Rooter is there 24-7, 365, just like they have been for over 30 years. Locally owned by proud Clemson alumni, they'll handle anything. Plumbing inside or out, home or business, from sinks to disposals to septic tanks. They are the experts. Serving the upstate and western North Carolina. Call 288-7686 or online at rotorooter.com. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Remember the first time you climbed the high dive ladder? You thought about it all summer. You watched the others. Now, all your friends were watching you. Life is full of these high dive moments. 
But when you have a bank like First Horizon behind you, you've got the confidence to make a big splash. Now you can get a jump on your finances with a special bonus when you open any checking account. First Horizon. Understanding runs deep. Visit firsthorizon.com forward slash leap. And now back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. If you see it laying around, it's all right to take it. Welcome back in. Final segment of the Mark Childress Show. Been talking all kinds of college football, NFL. College football playoff rankings are out. If you're just getting in your car, just tuning in on Facebook, no changes at the top. You've got Ohio State 1, LSU 2, your Clemson Tigers at number 3, followed by Georgia at number 4, and then that's where the shakeup happens after that. Alabama drops all the way down to 12. I'm sure people are crying many tears here locally about that. Utah comes in at 5, followed by Oklahoma at 6, and Baylor at 7. Doesn't really matter after that. You've really got seven teams left now fighting it out for the final four college football playoff spots. All the championship games this weekend coming up. It's going to decide it all, man. Will the Clemson Tigers make it back in there? I think there's a very good chance, even with the loss. We've been talking about it in the show. First things first, so let me tell you about our uh, presenting sponsor here on the Mark Childress Show, our friends at S.H. Carter. If you need a roll-off container for a construction project that you might be working on, recycling services for all the leftover construction materials you have after a project, maybe you need some demolition services. Give our friends at S.H. Carter a call, 864-295-3943, or visit them at shcarterinc.com. All right, uh, if you want to jump in on the phone, 654-7627, 654-ROAR. Let's go to the phones. It's my buddy, Dean. Dean, how's it going, man? Hey, first of all, how awesome is S.H. Carter? Oh, the and best. Those people, both of my kids are building a house right now. And those big red dumpsters are out there, and they could move in right now. There's no trash, period. And you give Steve a call, and, man, this picks up the next day. So, it's, um, yeah, they're awesome. Hey, but that's enough of that. I, you know I'll be there Saturday. Of course. Yes, sir. And, uh, and, and you know, it's still a championship, so it's still important to me. But I got a question for you. And, uh, and and I, I had a meeting tonight, so I didn't get to see it, but somebody texted me and told me it's the same. Um, if Ohio State if Ohio State stays number one, where are they going? Are they going to Atlanta or are they going to Arizona? Yeah, Dean, we've been talking about this a little yeah, we, we've been talking about it a little bit during the show, and I actually got corrected. So Columbus is about 500, I think they said 567 miles from Atlanta. It's 1,800 miles out to Phoenix, right? And if you look at the, the possible opponents as a number one seed for Ohio State, it would be Utah, Oklahoma, or Baylor, which are in Texas. That's not that far for any of them to get to uh, the Glendale, Phoenix area out there, right? So, again, I've seen different type of things, but as ridiculous as it sounds, you could have Clemson playing LSU or maybe even like a Clemson-Georgia scenario where you have to go all the way out to Arizona to play it while Ohio State comes down to Atlanta, which is technically the closer location for them. So I'm trying to see a path where it would make more sense for Ohio State to go 
out to Glendale. And I have heard, Dean, that Ohio State has this massive fan base in Glendale that is like, you know, petitioning Ohio State to try to come out there. It's going to be interesting to see. But wouldn't that be ridiculous if Clemson played Georgia or LSU and you had to go all the way out to Arizona to see it? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and I think I think that's where we're going to end up. But my my, if if I could pick what's going to happen now, I would want to see Georgia, which I don't think they got a chance, beat LSU pretty bad Saturday, and move into number three. We'll move up to number two, and LSU drops to number four and stays in, and then we play Georgia first. Cause I'm gonna tell you, them people have lost their mind. They are thinking that, you know, we beat two inferior uh, Alabama teams for a national championship. If we'd have been there in Atlanta, we'd have got wore out when Alabama beat them. And, and I'm just ready to shut them up now. Let, but let's shut them up in the play-in game and then go to New Orleans and play uh, LSU there. That would be the perfect scenario for me. So you want to you want to take down the two SEC powerhouses this season yeah. in a row to to, to try and end uh, the backlash? I hear you. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah, I know, man. It, hey, but this football, and, and let me tell you, it will break you. These playoffs, man, they ain't nothing cheap about them, but they sure are a lot of fun. I mean, I, I can't imagine being poor old uh, Virginia and have to go to the Orange Bowl to play. You remember when the Orange Bowl used to be something? Back in the day, it was. I've heard Virginia hasn't even sold uh, their allotment of tickets for the ACC championship game, which I was a little bit surprised by, especially since it's been so long since they've been there. Same thing. When I seen them rush that field the other day, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, ticket prices just went up to the ACC game now. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a sea of orange in Charlotte uh, once again, man. It's going to be like a home game on Saturday. Hey, and your boy called me and said, hey, I'm coming to Charlotte. You got me a parking space. So I, I, so I guess I had to try to get in there to the show for you on time. Oh, please do. We're talking about C.J. Spiller. And uh, please make sure C.J. arrives within 90 seconds and five seconds before the show starts, like he always does every week uh, at home. Hey, Dean, man, thanks uh, thanks for hollering at me, man. Always good to talk to you. And hopefully I'll see you on Saturday, okay? Awesome. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, man. That's the hats. The Clemson legend, the hats. Mr. Dean Cox, thanks so much uh, for jumping in here and uh, and joining us. Hey, uh, just uh, to run things down um, one final time, again, LSU is number two. So Ohio State one, LSU two, Clemson, Georgia at three and four, and then Utah, Oklahoma, Baylor rounding out the seven. So it leads to what I feel like are some very compelling matchups in the conference uh, title games this weekend. So, Alex, I wanted to chat through these uh, with you. So, Utah, so Friday night, this is cool. We're going to have football on Friday night. So, we have an NFL game Thursday night. And then uh, Friday night, we'll have Utah, number five, taking on number 13, Oregon. What do you think is going to happen in the uh, Pac-12 championship game? You know, Mark, if you had asked me that question a couple weeks ago, uh, based on Oregon's uh, run of form up to their game against Arizona State, I probably would have taken Oregon just because they looked like the better team. Uh, but, I mean, right now, uh, obviously, Oregon, I think, is still reeling uh, from that upset loss uh, in Tempe to Arizona State. Um, they didn't look great against Oregon State. Obviously, didn't have, didn't have to win against an Oregon State team that's really not that good. Um, 
and then I, I just I've been saying it for a while now. I think Utah is a very complete team. I think they're an incredibly underrated team. Uh, I think now they're being they're getting more respect uh, now that they're obviously at number five uh, in the playoff poll. Uh, but I I think Utah I think Utah will take care of business against Oregon, and I think they'll be en route to the playoff. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, the Utah team is very impressive. They've got a fantastic offense. Uh, uh, one of the best defenses in the country. you got a great coaching staff there as well. But the Pac-12 has shot itself in the foot so many times late in the season leading up to the college football playoffs. That's the only thing nibbling in the back of my brain a little bit is, is the Pac-12 going to Pac-12, right? I mean, they have so much at stake in Utah winning this game. Are they not going to be able to get out of their own way? But uh, I'm right there with you. I, I'm really only picking an upset in one of the one of the games, but uh, Utah to beat Oregon. Okay, so straight out of the box on Saturday. So we've watched the game on Friday night. Get a decent amount of sleep. You know, 8 o'clock start. That game will be over by 11.30. We get up. We get ready. We sit down to watch number 7, Baylor, versus number 6, Oklahoma. That, that game, of course, in Arlington, Texas at noon on Saturday. Who have you got in that one? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Oklahoma here. Um, I think Oklahoma is at full strength when they're in, uh, obviously, ideal conditions in uh, Jerry World, uh, a.k.a. AT&T Stadium. Um, I think Jalen Hurts will obviously be able to open up that offense, uh, get get those pass catchers uh, involved. And I think I think there's going to be too much for Baylor. And I I still think Baylor uh, still sees Oklahoma as, as, as their big brother. And I, I just don't think Baylor can quite overcome that, despite a, despite a very uh, excellent season for them. I'm right there with you. I mean, Oklahoma has played a number of close games. Uh, the energy that they had to expend uh, in that comeback of Baylor earlier this season, I just can't imagine we're going to see another barn burner. It feels like one team's just going to take it to the other, and if that's going to happen, I think it's going to be Oklahoma rolling up on Baylor. And again, if you're Oklahoma or Baylor, you don't just want to win this game. You want to win this game by a bunch, right? You want to send a, a big-time message. They will have an advantage of already knowing the result of the uh, Utah game from the night before. So if Utah were to stumble, I really think you're looking at the winner of the Oklahoma-Baylor game uh, advancing to the college football playoffs more than likely. But if Utah wins or even wins resoundingly, man, one of the teams is going to try to run it up. So it'll be interesting to watch. So, okay, that ball game's done now. Four o'clock kickoff between number four Georgia and number two LSU. Who have you got in this one? Man, this is. I think this has the potential to be a close game um, just by virtue of the two teams that are playing in it. But I honestly can't see it. I think LSU is really just going to gonna come in here and, and, and take care of business. Um, you talked about Kirby Smart's experience in big games, and he has experience, but it hasn't been particularly good experience. No, no. And, He's a terrible big game coach. That's why I couldn't believe I was defending him. I'm about to defend him again, but, yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like I it's kind of crazy to trust either of these coaches in big games, but Ed Orgeron's had the better big game coaching experience more recently and their win against Alabama. Not that he had a ton to do with that. I think Joe Burrow had more to do with that than anything else. Um, but I, I think I just, I this offense is just, I think it's just going to be too much for Georgia. I think they have too many weapons uh, all over the place with Jefferson and Jamar Chase and Clyde Edwards-Elair. They just they just have talent all over the board. Uh, even even down to tight end, uh, their tight end Randy Moss's son is is, is tremendous as well. Um, so I think I think LSU is really just going to come out of the gate and punch them in the mouth. And uh, Georgia, with their let's call it inconsistent offense, uh, is I, I just don't think it's going to be able to recover and get them and keep them in the game. Honestly. 
Well, I'm picking Georgia for two reasons. Uh, number one, uh, in my pick'em contest on my other show, The Ring, I'm one game behind. So I had to pick an upset somewhere this week so I could at least tie for the championship this year. Uh, but more importantly, I had Georgia in my playoffs at the beginning of the season. I had two SEC teams, Alabama and Georgia. Then I had Oklahoma and Clemson uh, is the four that I had picked going into the season. So if that's going to happen uh, to get Georgia in, then they're going to have to win this weekend. So, uh, so that's why I picked them. I think experience is important. You know, LSU played that Bama game. Their defense isn't great. You know, I feel like Georgia's going to be able to put some points on the board. Nobody's been able to stop LSU all season, right? But they have not played a defense near as good as this Georgia defense. And don't tell me this Alabama or this uh, Auburn defense is elite. They were not elite going into the game with Alabama. They got torched by Alabama this weekend, uh, this past weekend. I think uh, Georgia's the best defense that they played, and I think that there is a path for them getting the upset there, especially if they can do the ground game and the ground control, right? Can LSU stop Georgia from running the football? Because if not, Georgia could keep that offense of LSU's off the field for a lot. So that's kind of the the path that I see there. Um, We've talked about the uh, Clemson-Virginia game. Clemson ranked number uh, three. Virginia, by the way, if you didn't hear, now number 23 in the college football playoff rankings. So Clemson will have the top 25 ranked uh, opponent to be able to play and beat this weekend. We've talked about that one ad nauseum. So last one, number one, Ohio State versus number eight, Wisconsin. That game at 8 o'clock p.m. in Indianapolis. What say you, Alex? Uh, fortunately, we have the benefit of hindsight with this matchup. Uh, I see a similar script on this one as it as as it was uh, a couple of months ago when they played. Um, I, I just don't. A lot of these big ten, you know, big time Big Ten matchups. You know, whether it's uh, Penn State and Ohio State or Michigan and Ohio State, I, uh-huh. I, I just fail to see a way that the other team can beat Ohio State because no team in the Big Ten is anywhere near as complete as Ohio State, and I think it's going to be the exact same thing. Again, uh, this you know th- this go around. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the Ohio State Wisconsin Big Ten Championship game. Goodness, that might have been you know four or five years ago where Ohio State absolutely just took it to Wisconsin. Uh, yep. The, the score escapes me at the moment. Um, but fifty nine nothing. I think fifty nine nothing. That one. Yep. That yep. yep. That sounds about right. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if it's going to be that bad. It, cert- it certainly could be. I think. I think Wisconsin's offense this year is better than it was at that point in the year. I, I, I think Jonathan Taylor's a, a, obviously a phenomenal talent. Um, but I just there's. I just don't see any way that Wisconsin is going to win this game. Uh, the the line right now, Ohio State's favored by sixteen and a half. Um, you know, I could see. You know, maybe Wisconsin could potentially stay within that number, but I, I think I would lean on the side of Ohio State covering. Yeah, again, the, the path for Wisconsin is a difficult one. Can they get that ground game going, control the clock, shorten that game, get a couple of turnovers from Ohio State? Ohio State turned the ball over a lot against Penn State. Could a similar thing happen? I think that's a really long walk for Wisconsin. I think Ohio State uh, rolls in this one. All right, let me tell you about my good buddy, Rivers Whitmire. He is a realtor with J.W. Martin Real Estate, focusing on Lake Hartwell and Lake Kiowee. He's recently closed on some houses down on Lake Kiowee. Um, but he can help you anywhere in the upstate of South Carolina. If you want to buy a home, sell a home, maybe you've got some questions about the market. When's the right time to list? When should I buy? Any questions that you have, reach out to Rivers Whitmire. You can call him at 864-752-5545 or follow him on Facebook at Rivers Whitmire dash realtor. Again, Rivers Whitmire, 864-752-5545. Well, plenty of folks to thank around here. Alex, it was a kick doing the show with you this week. Thanks so much for your help uh, with the real time 
time uh, college football playoffs and uh, chatting some NFL with me. Appreciate you. You're back in Mission Control in Clemson. Fax and Childress behind me here in the Bronx Studios uh, producing the show from on site here. Fax and I appreciate you as well. If you would like to hear more from me, I have the honor. The honor of filling in for Mr. Walt Deptula on Road Rage tomorrow. I've got some incredible guests joining me. Tune in and find out who they are. I'll talk to you guys then. This has been the Mark Childress Show. Safe at home plate in the Priority One Security Studios. WAHT AM 1560 Calpens. WCCP FM 1055 Clemson. Greenville.